Democratic Senator John Fetterman first entered the public spotlight long before he got to Washington. For 13 years, he was the mayor of Braddock, a small, struggling steel town in western Pennsylvania. Then, in 2019, he became Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor. And in 2021, he announced a run for U.S. Senate. Never taking a single person for granted. Never taking a single place for granted. I'm John Fetterman, and I approve this message. Fetterman went on to win the Democratic Senate nomination in the battleground state. It was the most important race on the map last year, the one everyone expected would decide control of the entire Senate. And Fetterman was running against another high-profile candidate, TV personality Mehmet Oz. The most expensive Senate race in the country, John Fetterman versus Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. Well, the eyes of the nation are on Pennsylvania's U.S. Senate race. Republican Oz and Democrat John Fetterman are in a social media war. It was an intense campaign, part of a very intense 12 months for Fetterman. Because in May 2022, he suffered a stroke, which he later said nearly killed him. He was sidelined from campaigning for two months while he recovered. When he returned to the campaign trail, Fetterman struggled to communicate. His ability to do the job became the focal point of Republican attack ads. Fetterman's struggles during the one televised debate made many Democrats worry he'd lose. And he would never make that choice to, to fight for, uh, for, for uh, Amer- families here in Pennsylvania. But Fetterman ended up winning by a comfortable margin. That victory gave Democrats a true majority in the Senate. Do you solemnly swear that you will support and defend the Constitution of the United States? But the satisfaction you might expect one to feel being sworn in as the state's junior senator? I do. Congratulations, Senator. It just wasn't there at all, according to Fetterman. Like, I felt lost, you know, and I wasn't elated. I wasn't happy about it. ...today that Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman has checked himself into the hospital. He will continue getting voluntary treatment on a voluntary basis. Senator Fetterman has experienced depression on and off. In February, he checked himself into Walter Reed National Medical Center to receive treatment for clinical depression. After a 44-day stay, his doctor said his depression was in remission. And the freshman senator from Pennsylvania is now back at work on Capitol Hill even chairing a subcommittee hearing this week. Thank you, Senator. And now I now recognize Senator Warnock for five minutes. Thank you so very much, uh, Mr. Chair, and it's great to see you back. Consider this. It's unusual for a sitting lawmaker to speak publicly about getting treatment for mental health. I sat down with John Fetterman in his Senate office for his first extended interview since his return to Congress. That interview, after the break. From NPR... I'm Scott Detrow. It's Friday, April 21st. It's Consider This from NPR. This week marked another milestone in the unlikely career of Senator John Fetterman. It was his first week back in Congress after he took leave to seek medical treatment for clinical depression. I sat down with Fetterman for his first extended interview since returning to the Capitol. His team had decorated the spare windowless temporary space assigned to new senators, with, among other things, posters of Philadelphia sports mascots Gritty and the Fanatic. The closed captioning Fetterman uses to process speech was displayed on a big-screen TV. It was also his first day wearing brand-new hearing aids. And Fetterman, having recently learned that he can vote without donning a suit, was comfortable in his trademark Carhartt hoodie and gray gym shorts. I asked him how he was feeling since being back. I, I can't tell you how moving it was to me. Now... I would have been blown away if it was just a, if it was just just warm, but an ova- standing ovation and 
and hugs and I'm so grateful to our colleagues uh, and to, to leader Schumer also had it so that I was able it made it possible for me to be there setting the tone from the top down that 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 you know that that either me or anyone in this kind of situation you know they're it's 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 one of us and we need to provide the opportunity to get healthy how different did it feel coming into the senate being in the senate this week compared to when you first arrived in january <laughs> it was just a big smile you know I, i've really missed being being here when i was in the throes of depression to be 100% honest, uh, I was not the kind of senator that, that was deserved by Pennsylvania. I wasn't the, the kind of par- partner that I, 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 to my wife, uh, Giselle, or to, to my children, you know, uh, Carl, Grace, and, and August, it wasn't the kind of father. One of the best sentences that I ever heard in my life was, was my doctors just sitting when we were in a, in a meeting. And they said, John, we believe your depression is in remission. Yeah. And at first I didn't, I didn't believe that. And now my depression is in remission. And that's why coming back to, to home and coming back to the Senate has been joy. You've said you want to use this moment to talk about mental health, to talk about depression. Can you tell somebody who's maybe lucky enough to have not had to deal with depression what it felt like? in those moments early on in the Senate term, you've talked about feeling empty being sworn into office. It should be this, this big moment in your life. And you said it didn't feel that way at all. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful to have the ability to try to pay it forward. Yeah. And I would just say this. I try to be kind of, I want to be, say the kinds of things that I would have heard years ago that got me you know, into action. Yeah. And I would tell anybody listening to, to this is if you suffer from de- de- depression or you, you have a, no, a loved one, you know, please let them know. Please know that you, you don't need to just suffer without treatment. If I'd have done that years ago, I would not have had to put my family with that if I'd have gotten help. When you were dealing with depression for so long, how would you characterize how you were personally dealing with it? Were you denying that it was even there? Or were you saying, this is here, this is a real thing, but I'm going to push through it, I'm going to ignore it? Um, I, was, I was so depressed that I didn't even realize how I was depressed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even understand it. This, to me, that just became you know, the, the, the new normal. I, I wasn't realizing I wasn't eating. I wasn't eating. I, I didn't realize that I wasn't really dr- drinking much. I dropped 25 pounds um, and uh, was, you know, sometimes would say things, incoherent things. I knew I was something was wrong. They knew that, that I was not, wasn't right. Uh, but even at that moment, I was still kind of, I pushed back about it too sometimes saying, are you sure? I don't really need it. I'm good. Okay, wait, no, 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 I got it. Because yeah. then when, when, when it was really come to that choice, like you need to, I'm going to walk in here and, and, and sign myself in. I thought for a second. I'm like, oh no, no, wait a minute. I, I, I'm fine. All right, never mind. I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. I'm noticing that you're, you're being really reflective and looking back, saying, I wasn't, I wasn't doing this the right way with my family. I wasn't approaching this job the right way. I was ignoring this. What did you learn about yourself during the six weeks in the hospital that you didn't know before? For for my family, it was hard. Because 
I, I was I, I I was I was ashamed. Yeah. I was ashamed. Uh, and that was probably the single hardest thing in, in all that is, is when I think about that. Um, did you talk to your family about those feelings and what did they tell you? Yeah. No, I, the day I was signed in to the hospital was my son's 14th birthday. And uh, I think back when I was 14 years old, what if this would have been what happened to me? But but the uh, only thing he wanted to do was he just wanted to go to a restaurant. Yeah. And, and, and my wife was on his way to take him there and she, uh, they all had to turn it around. Yeah. And my fear is is that his birthday will only remember as the day that dad was was signed in. And but in the six in the six weeks was about me kind of redeeming trying to redeem myself. Yeah. You know, in their eyes. And and, and they were never harsh on me. They this just created a path to a safe place. But but I felt like I didn't deserve to have like a, a, a safe place there. You still sound very hard on yourself no no i i I wasn't hard on me because they you know the family was put through a really difficult this is really hard for myself my oldest son had a conversation where he he was having a hard time understanding why dad why aren't you depressed like you ran and you you won and and I, i i tried to explain to them like you know geez you know, Carl, like I, I had a stroke and, and, you know, all of these ads and everything. And, uh, and he's like, but, but aren't we enough? Aren't, aren't we enough? And, and when, 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 when he asked, aren't we enough? This is that they should be, that they are enough. Yeah. But at that time, I wasn't able to not feel this, this kind of depression, and 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 that's you know those six weeks was was for me was like every week was about me trying to work back enough uh, to to be to be worthy. Yeah, I want to use the rest of the interview to talk about what comes next and talk about how you're going to approach approach your job now that you're back in the Senate. And I wanted to start by just taking a moment to ask you about some of the criticism and also some of the concerns. Uh, you, you said yourself a moment ago that, that when you were depressed, you didn't feel like you were the senator that Pennsylvania needed. Uh, I, I'm paraphrasing. But, I mean, the central attack against you during the campaign was you couldn't do the job due to your health problems. Then you got here, and you had to spend six weeks in the hospital. And I'm wondering, do you feel yourself any extra pressure at this moment to say, hey, Pennsylvania, I'm here to represent you? Yeah, certainly. Any and you know, but I bet you some of those people that are criticizing me know somebody, or they might be someone that that faces depression in their lives as well. Yeah. And and I just always try to tell people by saying it's not a Democratic or a Republican area. It's it's a human. It's humanity. And you know, there's people. From, no matter where you live, no matter what your political views are, is is that that you suffer from depression, or you know somebody there. And and uh, you know what a critic of me was? It's my wife. Yeah. She said you have depression. You got it. You should do something to it. So so she, and she was right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just because you know, like I thought every night when I was laying in bed uh, when I was in the hospital, we were like, why if I just would have. <laughs> What if I just would have done done something about this before? 
you know, and I, I could kick myself. And I guess think about, you know, you know, uh, my family wouldn't have put through it. And, and even, again, you know, my constituents. But, but right now, now that I am back, to me, I'm really committed to paying it forward on all of that and letting people know to anyone that, that has any of these feelings, you know, you know there's, there's, there's a path and you can get better. Senator John Fetterman, Democrat from Pennsylvania, back in the United States Senate. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Ah, uh, thank you. Yes. It's Consider This from NPR. I'm Scott Detrow.